Hello and welcome to the super classy, super high class. How many more times can I say class? <laughs> super suave, super sleek, very, very uh, eloquent. Cigars and suits only. Yep. So grab yourself a nice glass of Bordeaux, perhaps, and uh, <laughs> maybe a 50 year old scotch, and enjoy this episode of Opinions. We're back. Welcome to episode 31 of Opinions, season three. We're calling this the golden state of emergency. Mm. There was a, a a couple of other names that almost made it. Uh, it's been a very, very fun start of the season. Yep. I got really sick, which is why we haven't... We've been waiting. We were waiting weeks and weeks for, for the season to start so we could get into it. And then I got bronchitis. Yep. It was a little bit bad timing, but we've been a little bit hiatus. But uh, you got I your lo- voice back. I, yeah, I, I lost my voice for like three <laughs> so weeks. We literally three or four could weeks. not do a podcast without a voice. So... Uh, it's understandable, but we're back. We're and then back. I spread my ankle. Yeah, it's been an interesting series of events for you. I've had a great, great couple of weeks. Uh, it's not been quite as disastrous as our Golden State start to the season, though. You know what? Maybe, <laughs> you know what? Even though I yeah spent like a week with my foot in the air looking like an elephant, probably still a better start than Golden State. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We will, we we will, will touch a little bit more on that in a moment. Let's mm. start with... I, I want to try and... There's so much to talk about and so much that's happened recently. Oh, boy, there's a lot. We're going to try and cut it down. Obviously, we will catch up more as we get back into our weekly schedule. That's right. Weekly. Yes. That's for you, mum. But let's. I've. I've. Uh, I actually watched the Boston game. I've got. I, I can mm. see on your notes here that we've, we're going to start on with Boston, mm. which they have just overtaken the Bucks. Yep. Because yep. uh, watching the standings at the beginning of the season, Milwaukee. I think. I think they went nine and one in the first ten games. Oh, they were insane. Looking super strong. Uh, honestly, yeah, looking like quite comfortable. But yeah, Boston absolutely caught fire. Uh, they're on an eight-game win streak, nine and one in the last last ten games. Uh, I think they have the best offense of the league, and by a big margin as well. Uh, I think the next best team is not even not even close. So they're absolutely cooking right now. And so I I remember I've watched a couple of games at the beginning of the season of mm. um of the Celtics, and honestly, they look pretty damn good. Mm. Which I mean isn't entirely unexpected coming off a finals appearance. Uh, you would expect them to be up there, but I feel like they're almost stronger. They're looking like well, they new and improved. Almost they didn't lose anyone. Mm. They, they they come back with mostly the same. They kept this pretty much the same roster, mm. and 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 they've got Dalina, uh, Gallinari, yep. and Blake Griffin. Yeah, so they've honestly added a couple of little pieces, and they haven't lost anyone particularly. So, uh, other than the coach, of course, which is uh, obviously been well and truly covered at this <laughs> let's, point. Let's but just not touch on it. <laughs> it's, it's it's what's done is done. Yeah, and they've still got Robin Williams, who's had surgery and will come back, I think, at the second part of the season. Yeah, so. Their main weakness at the moment in the center position will mm. be covered with with Robert Williams' return. Yep. I, yeah, I've got a <laughs> I've got a funny thing to mention. Mm. Um, every single time, uh, Grant Williams. Who, look, I think he's a good player, but he's not that important in the in mm. the grand hierarchy of things. Yeah, he's not that important. This dude. In the first half of, like, the first quarter, he gets, like, a 50-50 call on him. Mm. And this is for every call that happens to Grant Williams, by the way. And there's yeah. a couple of people in the league that are always like this, and I always laugh. Mm. Um, every time, like, a 50-50 call comes on him, he runs up to the coach with his hand spinning, <laughs> like, ref, you know, coach, we need to challenge this, we need to challenge this. And the coach will just stand there and go, no. Not phased whatsoever. Not, just will stand there and just ignore it. And it's the funniest thing oh. i once you start looking out for this mm. you will never watch a boston's te- uh, game the same ever again cannot unsee it <laughs> you cannot unsee it every call against him he's up there Rare, coach we gotta we gotta challenge that and oh, i'm just man. like bro it is the first half you're like i i don't even want to say you're like the fit like you're i don't know he just for me grant williams plays a lot of good defense a lot of good hustle mm. but like from a scoring perspective i don't think he's top five on the boston celtics no am I, I, I don't am i being disrespectful no i feel like honestly the, the way that you're talking about this is kind of how he plays like the hustle in his talk to to like trying to get the calls it's kind of how he plays as well he's very much like that hustle defensive player but yeah, scoring like, wise he's not not the top option like on the team. mad respect i think he's important i yeah. think he's an important rotational piece, piece mm. but bruh 
there is no way I'm burning my my challenge on you in the first half. No, no, that's just a waste. I mean, if if he wants to get up to like LeBron level, where he pretty much makes all the calls in a game, can talk to the ref, and the ref's like, "Yeah, you know what? You're right, LeBron." Then then maybe, but at the moment where his status is, so, he's not going to. He's get so like, Do, you know, challenge that, challenge that. <laughs> and I'm just like, bruh, like oh. it's a fifty fifty call at best. Like, look, <laughs> like, and it's like for to to challenge something in the first half. For me, there's really, really specific mm. criteria. One, you're LeBron. No, but <laughs> one, you're a ma- like I pretty much would put it to like you're a max player, mm. like you're like a KD, Harden sort of level. Yeah, Luca, Luca kind yeah. of level, and you're being a bit sloppy, and you're already on three flat, three fouls, mm. and it's like an obvious slam dunk. Yeah, it's an obvious silly mistake that the refs have made and it's an obvious slam dunk yeah that is the only time and that's just to keep your fouls down your key player yeah so you don't miss them in the second half that is the only time otherwise I think you're a fool if you do not keep your challenge for the last three minutes of the game yeah because guaranteed if you use it in the first half on a bad like silly call then when you need it in clutch time comes down to the last shot even you don't have it even if it's an obvious bad call you still need to save it Mm. because it is you you just gotta hope that your team will keep it close, and it is way better to to use that when mm. it's a close game and it like the calls matter versus yeah. just throwing it away. So Grant, if you're listening, maybe calm down a little bit. Yeah, maybe, look, maybe maybe let the coach make the calls in the second half. Yeah. Don't go so crazy look, in the first half. Love you, love the hustle, but you look like an idiot. <laughs> and I don't know how someone hasn't oh. pulled you aside and gone, bruh. Like oh, I get man. it. Like the refs are, are rubbish, but you need to just chill on the challenge. Thing. At least he's got heart. But, it's um, going hard. But look, Celtics are looking really, really fun. Yep. Yeah, I don't. 100%. I don't want them to be fun. There's other people. Like they had their chance last year. Mm. I'm sorry, Celtics. I want other people to win this year. But they, I think they will be competitive. Yeah, very competitive. I think for for any new listeners, you'll find that we like a bit of variety on the podcast. We like to see new teams challenging. Uh, it was exciting to see Boston in, Boston in the finals last season, but you know what? They had a shot. I want to see someone else there now. So, especially uh, with how things have turned out this this year, with mm. everything's just topsy turvy. I love it. Yeah, exactly. It's a, oh, we're about to get into that in a second as well. But yeah, I think honestly, Boston at the moment are looking strong, and I would not be surprised to see them making a deep playoffs run at the moment. Oh, I'd... first in the league in terms of points by a good margin too, hitting 120 points a game. It's pretty insane with the offense. We've Look. got the two Jays absolutely on fire. Uh, they're they're looking really really strong. I think that if they didn't make the conference finals, at mm. least like minimum, like for this team coming off getting very close to Golden State last year, mm. I think for them this season is a failure if they do not make at least conference finals. Yeah, yeah, you'd want to see them back at least at that level. Yeah, I agree with that because I in my mind they've only gotten better. Hundred mm. percent. Gallinari and Blake make them better with depth. Mm. Um. And and again, it's like has anyone left? I don't think anyone left the team. No, they've still got still got most of their guys. They yeah, I mean they got Brogdon. Uh, they've got obviously the two Jays. They've got where's, where's Brogdon? Malcolm Brogdon. He he oh, joined as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he's at the top. Yeah. So obviously they've got a slightly better point option. Uh, still got Marcus Smart, reigning defensive player of the year. So. Who did they lose? They're just a couple of bench players, right? Yeah, the actual think, people that whose names I recognize. This is, this is an absolute deep dive, but I think they lost guys like Aaron Neesmith and things like that. I think they traded him to the Pacers. So. Who? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they pretty much lost like the bottom of their bench, which isn't isn't crazy. So yeah, uh, this this team back. has gotten better, which yeah. is scary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think honestly, good start to the season. People were obviously curious about with the coach change or whatever, but they're looking really strong offensively in particular. Um, and yeah, I think honestly, they're, they're going to be just looking good doing, for a while. Just yeah, keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, uh, and I think this this is probably a good good segue a little bit because this is a team where I think we're expecting them to be where they are. Um, same with the Bucks up the top as well. They're Bucks are pretty much just riding Giannis's coattails. I mean, yeah, more or less. Uh, other than, I uh, got a shout out, uh, Splash Mountain, Brooke Lopez had an absolute crazy game today. Uh, 29 points, was absolutely on Damn. fire from deep. Uh, yeah, the rest of the team actually had a bit of a quiet one, but they still got the win. Um, I saw a stat the other day where Drew Holiday is in like the bottom five least efficient ISO play. Like, there was something mm. about uh, efficiency... And I think he's the le- he's in the bottom five of the least efficient isolation players yeah. per 100 possessions. So he's I mean look they have him for his defense predominantly, but you do want to see a little bit more offen- offensive power from your starting point. 
so it's not, yeah, not looking great. Because that's the thing too. They're also missing Middleton. I think I forget about that. Yeah. Because they're so strong. They were like on top of the East uh, looking, yeah, like had a good good lead. But yeah, they're without Middleton. So at the moment, like you said, they're pretty much just riding Giannis trying to keep this thing going. Uh, I think he's due back, I think mid-season, I want to say. Because he was hurt last season as well. Yeah. So I think they're they're kind of waiting for him to be back, but at least they're they're doing okay. Some of the youngsters are starting to improve a little bit. Jordan Wara, he's had some pretty pretty big games, um, but yeah, I think at the moment it's effectively the Giannis show. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, actually, Drew's out at the moment. He's got something. It says he's out. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with him. But yeah. So at the moment, actually, that's a good point. I didn't even see him playing in the game today. Hence why Lopez is stepping up and just shooting yeah. <laughs> as many threes as he can. So. Like yeah, Giannis is doing great. Like pretty mm. much leading the team in everything. Mm. Well, like points, rebounds. Drew's on assists, but that's his job. Mm. Um, but that's that's. I think the thing for me, the question mark for for Milwaukee is that they've got a very good starting five, mm. but if any of them go down. It, it hurts. Yeah, they haven't got the same depth as, like, say, Boston or something no. as at the moment. And yeah. I don't think their bench depth, even though they've got Serge Ibaka, but Serge Ibaka's getting old. I was about to say, that's the other thing, too. They, they've they got a few guys off the bench, but they're an aging team, to be honest. They've got, even if you look at George Hill, used to be a starting point guard, he's definitely an older player now. So, yeah, they haven't, they haven't got bench much, and they haven't got youth either. No. So it's very much the pile on everything on Giannis and it's, hope for the best kind of it's kind of at the like which is crazy though because like a couple of years ago this team was really good and now they're like already at the stage where like they're holding on for dear I feel like they're holding on to the top for dear life mm. and it's wouldn't take much to get these guys to tumble I mean that's the thing they're still strong and obviously Giannis is like absolutely in his prime so they're still a good team we're not, we're not saying that like they're crumbling but like you said, there's just a couple little pieces. If they get a couple injuries or something, that's when they're going to start panicking because they haven't got that depth to back them up. So. Yeah, but that's it. Giannis can only do so much. Like, yeah. look, Giannis has looked really good. He's pulled out a bit of a midi game. He's trying mm. to shoot. He's definitely come off in the offseason, coming, well, coming from the offseason. He's definitely put work mm. in. Oh, 100%. You know that guy puts in work offseason. So. You can't. It's it's not eight years ago where LeBron could just carry a bad Cavs team to the, to win. <laughs> yeah, you the 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 league from eight ten years ago is so much better. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Can't I don't think it's viable anymore. I don't even think big threes are viable anymore. Mm. You have to have your at least two to three star players, but you can't have three star players and rubbish everything else. Yep. anymore. It doesn't work. Absolutely. Just with the the sheer amount of talent in the league at the moment and. Yeah, I think the depth of a lot of teams, you need a full roster that's going to get you to the finals. You can't get there with anything less. No. Speaking of full rosters. Full rosters. <laughs> full rosters. Absolutely stacked rosters. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Should, oh, we, should we touch on them? We can, we can touch very lightly. I okay. want to talk more on them later, but gosh, okay. they are fun to watch. They are very fun to watch. Obviously, post uh, Donovan Mitchell trade, they've acquired him. And uh, still got most of their roster from last season. You know, we, we can talk about them because I've just got a big call from them at the end, okay. of this, end of this. But like, pretty much my... like. I think I said to you privately before, like a couple a week ago. Mm. I thought I was I was actually pretty shaky on the Dono trade. Yeah, okay. I wasn't. I was like, oh, this is a big risk. Like mm. they've just given away like one part of their triple towers, Markkinen. Yeah, that's true. Um, they traded away him. They they gave away a bunch of picks, and I was like, oh, I don't know if this is a good. Oh, they gave away Sexton. That's right. They gave mm. away Sexton, who was too much of a ball hog on the Cavs, yep. which now he, Sexton's like the role passer <laughs> on the cat on the jazz. I don't know what, oh why couldn't the cat, like, if, if, if Sexton was doing the things that he was doing on the jazz, on the Cavs, they would never have traded him away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, part of it was also Garland becoming an all-star, um, absolutely flourishing as well, but you'd think that they probably would have run but, the two of them together. But, but Dono and Garland are going fine together, but yeah. for some reason, Sexton and, and Garland couldn't get things to work. I mm. Look, sometimes it just uh, comes down to personnel, but yeah. I don't know if like Sexton is like trying to play a different game because he's like, oh, I got traded off a good team for being a ball hog. Perhaps. I don't... I think I think we're going to touch on that when we get to the Jazz later as well. It's but weird. It is weird. It's though, weird because yeah. but then but then Dono, Donovan was a bull hog on the Jazz, and now he's <laughs> come to the the to Cleveland, and he's he's th- I've I saw him pass to a big. Oh, I don't know if you're about to say this quote, but he pretty much talked about how he he was so happy to be. He's like I've never played with a big that's been this powerful like offensively. Which is like he thrown shade at Rudy. I mean, kind of fair, because Rudy was never an offensive talent. Like, let's be honest. But just him hooking up with Mobley, with Allen, like, oh, 
it's good to watch. It is it's, honestly good to watch. Entering this season, Donovan Mitchell's career high was 24.4 points per game mm-hmm. on a 56.9% uh, shooting splits. Okay. Or TS percent. Is that true? True shooting. Yeah, yeah true so it's like shooting. adjusted percentage. Yeah. yeah. So this season, he's averaging 31.4 and mm. he's on 62.4% true shooting. That's pretty crazy. Leap That's a big step up. Because he doesn't have to be the only person on offense. Mm. He doesn't have to... Like, if he gets stuck on Cleveland, like, Cleveland are all about passing the ball. Whereas yep. Jazz, if they folded, they're like, okay, Dono, bail us out. Take yep. a shot. You you would see them, literally. They, they'd get stuck on offense. Like, but, I mean, a few years prior, the Jazz had a lot of, lot of passing going. But, yeah, the last few seasons... When they got stuck, just bail out. Dono, take a shot. Just chucking up inefficient and, sh- yeah, shots. Yeah, and you could and just stuff. see every time, like you could see when Dono was going to do it too. Yeah, like he'd just <laughs> look at the rim, he'd start isoing, and then he'd just throw it up no matter yeah. what. And watching Cleveland, like they've still got this pass mentality of trying mm. to get the best shot. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean they've got even even Loki guys like Lavert, who I guess yeah were, was injured for a while. And people kind of forgot about, but he's come back and he's been on fire. Can I just shout out a game where Lavert and Donovan both dropped forty-one points? Yes. Can we just a double forty-point performance? Like this is how this is why this is my segue into deep teams because these guys have so many options now. But the crazy thing is too, like you said, Dono has more options. He's got guys that he can pass to, but he's still scoring more himself as well. It's kind of crazy. It's really fun. Offensively it, wild. <laughs> it's one of, and then you've still got people like Kevin Love coming off the bench. Mm. Um, hell, even today Mobley played off the bench, mm. lower minutes because you know you got to look. It's a long season. Yeah, but I think that they've got pretty. Oh, they've got Lopez as well. I forgot they had Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, because they it was had Milwaukee, the crazy Lopez, right? The Lopez against each other, <laughs> brotherly matchup. Um, There's yeah. Um, they've got. Yeah, Kevin Love's huge. He's yeah. he's really embracing his role. But mm. yeah, the the Cleveland double center strat point center almost for Mobley. Like he's got some really good hands. He's really versatile, yeah. Hundred percent. And now that they've got like Garland dropped fifty the other day in a loss, like that mm. was wild. Um yeah. because uh well uh Donna was out. Mm. But so he steps up. They've yeah. just got all these shoot like they've got a lot of firepower mm. and look how Dono's playing now that he has better looks he doesn't mm. have to take crappy shots yeah he's not forcing he up really can, bad contested because he's actually got a bit of room to operate because he's got other offensive threats on the team a lot so. of other offensive yep. threats 100%. and he's got bigs that he can actually rely on i still think that the jazz didn't give rudy enough of a chance but the problem mm. with the jazz with that particular group of people is like here right you've got alan and Mobley. Yeah. You have, like, you can't just, like, you know, if you if, if Allen hasn't got the right big matchup, he can just go, like, walk away and, and then Mobley's got the, like, it's mm. very it's very easy for them to get mismatches. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the way that the Jazz's offense was, was sort of constructed wasn't, like, a part, they were looking more for threes than, mm. than for in the paint. Very heavy three-point shooting and, team, yeah. Because, like, and I've seen flashes, like, you know, Rudy's doing 15, 20 points a game a lot of the time with, with Minnesota. Mm. He And he's getting usage. Yeah. But you have to look for him. And I don't mm. think that Jazz's first option was to look for him. Absolutely not, no. And mm. I think and I think that was a bit of an unfair, like, he got unfairly, a little, I, I'm going to say, I think that Jazz unfairly represented Gobert. Look, his handles mm. aren't amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you chuck it to him near the rim, he can get it down. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I don't think he's a good in terms of, uh, I guess, variety of offensive talent. No. I don't think he has that. Just He's kind of a one-trick pony. Yeah, love but, it. But you're right. They didn't really utilize him as much as they could no. because he was really only getting his 12, 14 points a game just off offensive rebounds effectively yeah. because he was there, grabs it, puts it back in. Yeah. They're not trying to find him on offense. No, so. they weren't looking for him. Yeah. Whereas at, at Minnesota, they are looking for him. Yeah. yeah. And I think that he can be aggressive. A lot of the time, because it's the same sort of thing, who do you put the big on? Do you put on Cat? Or do you put on Gobert? Mm. It gives them a lot more opportunities to get that mismatch, and I just yeah. think Jazz couldn't do that. Yeah, but we'll talk a little bit more. I've got a big call for Cavs later, but okay. we'll save it. We'll, we'll we'll play the hot sauce song. We'll be like, but I love the Cavs. I want to watch more of them. They're really exciting. I think they've got such a great group of people. I I I think I'm so glad that it's working for Dono because I I, mm. I was really hesitant. I was like, oh, that's a big risk because yeah. he was really ball heavy, not efficient. He's even trying hard on defense. Yes, that's actually a great point, which I even forgot to mention. 
I haven't seen him try this hard in defense in his entire jazz career. He, he knows he can win now. Yeah, he's actually got Bef- that motivation before, back. Before, so. like, jazz had a chance, but it was a chance. Yep. Come on, let's be real. Mm. This is an actual squad that could make it past the first round. Yeah, and I think, yeah, he's seeing that opportunity now and putting like, in the work for well, it. I think so. the jazz has made the second round, like, once or twice in the last, like, time yeah. since he's been here. Oh. The, <laughs> this, <laughs> don't remind me. This, this team has a very good chance. Yeah. And it's super exciting. Uh, real quick, I will shout out, shout out the Hawks. Um, I think didn't expect them to be as decent start as they have got. They're 9-6 well. at the moment, sitting in third. Um, and yeah, also, this is kind of segueing a little bit into my like surprises of the start of the season. I don't want to get too deep into this because I think we can touch on it later. But really quickly, Hawks have started great. Uh, Raptors have started really well. The Pacers. Pacers Bruh. sitting in sixth at the moment. Bruh. All the teams that I thought were supposed to be tanking at the beginning yep. of the season were in the top eight. Yeah, it's literally turned into a, what happened to the tank season. I I mean, can I, I'm just going to quickly jump over to the West as well. Portland Trail Blazers. I thought <laughs> I they were talk. done. Uh, I spoke too soon. I can't edit that flub out. Uh, we, <laughs> sucks to be here. Uh, but okay, okay. This is this is this season. I think we've really noticed it over the last two seasons. The curse of opinions. Yes, yes. We make some interesting calls and we wait a little while and then we see what happens in the league. And 90% of the time so far, we're wrong. We're wrong. <laughs> let's 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 run through the curse of opinions really mm. quickly with yep. just the standings right now. Yep. I pretty much guaranteed that Chicago, Miami, Philadelphia, Brooklyn mm-hmm. would all be fantastic. Yep. I was not impressed with the Hawks. I don't think Toronto are that good, but they have the best coach. Mm. I think they have the best coach in the league. Uh, I was convinced that Indiana, Washington, New York would suck. And they're, so Indiana, Toronto, both, uh, the New York Knicks and Washington are all in the top eight. Yeah. So it's almost exactly the opposite. We've, we've looked at all the teams that we're thinking would be right up there. who are strong, like yeah, Nets, Sixers, and they're all in the bottom half of the league at the moment. It's it's crazy. And yeah, even the East, we're like... Oh, sorry, the West. We're talking about last season, the Blazers trading away CJ, I, b- breaking it down entirely. They said blow it up. They said blow it up, and they said, nah, first in the West, baby. <laughs> it's it's I, actually <laughs> insane. And I think the biggest shock, which was the absolute beginning of the season, which now they're sitting in fourth, but the Utah Jazz. We, we were talking about their jerseys, and that was enough to throw me off the team, let alone them rebuilding. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch these guys. I'll watch the Grizzlies losing. Instead. But Markinen's like, what's that? You want Wembenyama? Nah, bro. Let me go get MVP. Oh my goodness, this team. I guess we'll quickly touch on it because we got a lot to get through. But, to pass. but yes, exactly. Sexton comes onto the team, passing well, playing amazingly. Markinen looking like prime Dirk. Uh, they've got uh, <laughs> my goodness. They're still like old uh, Conley, still running the running the show there. They've got Olinick is hitting the three. I think the biggest thing with this team, and this is just gonna be my one point, and then we can move on. The Utah, because they were my team, right? They had Donovan, they had Gobert, right? All-star level players. But it really felt like they were the all-stars, and then you got the rest of the team. This team, they have pretty much no one, right? They, they traded everyone away. They got guys like Horton Tucker randomly coming on. And oh, yeah, he's, look, he's actually not bad. Yeah, but that's just the thing. too much expectations in LA. They, and they, they shouldn't have picked him over Caruso, but... <laughs> But they've literally picked up all these guys, like Sexton, like you said. They've picked up... The um, Sex Daddy? Be- Beasley. Oh, Can I call him the Sex... That's, okay. uh, that's his nickname now, the all Sex right. Daddy. That's locked in now. <laughs> You're welcome. But they've got, like, uh, Vanderbilt and Beasley from the Gobert trade. They've got all these guys who were just, like, throwing in as pieces. And every single one of these guys is playing team basketball. The new coach as well, because they got rid of Quinn Snyder. I, what's it, what even is his name? I forgot again. Will Hardy, that's right. I don't even He's know who he g- is. generic white dude. He... <laughs> <laughs> I can say can that. we say that I think we can we can say that I think we can we can say that um, but this guy he's just come in with an absolute team first mentality and some of the little shots from the locker room these guys are excited they're actually I thought oh this, these goodness. guys are going to be depressed they're going to be like oh we're rebuilding we're going to be tanking this season but they're just playing team basketball this team I'm going to call it this is a big, big call this team reminds me of the Spurs like prime Spurs which is wild because these guys are like okay, okay. absolute low level players what we Let's- thought but these guys, the ball movement that they're—oh my goodness—they're getting like the extra two and three passes every possession. Yeah, dare I, I wa- say, it's it's kind of pretty to watch. And it I is. Do not think I watched. A pretty I watched a breakdown video where like marketing comes in and then they just. Whoop, oh, 
go in a circle and circle. Like, they just keep passing it around until they get a, a it's gap. It's so unselfish, and it's getting them good looks. And they're still a crazy three-point shooting team. That's the thing. They still kind of have that DNA built into them. They're still chucking up shots like crazy. But they're getting good looks. They aren't forcing them up like Which when they're done. It's sort of a strat that's coming up. Like, look at Cleveland. There's a lot of teams mm. now that are definitely like passing around until they get their shot. And it's very entertaining basketball. So this is already the curse of opinions has happened already because preseason, my team, the Jazz, I'm like, I'm not following them anymore. I'm I'm over it. The new jerseys are garbage. They they're tanking. It's not going to be fun to watch. Even the Kings are in eight. <laughs> oh my gosh. That the West, I think the West is even crazier, crazier than the East, because you've got yeah, Blazers at number one, you've got the Jazz in number four, you've got the Pelicans. Shout out Pelicans, by the way. Uh, to be fair, I was saying that when Zion came back, the Pelicans we, would be yeah. better. So That's I'm one, one, one out of a hundred. Okay, we're gonna keep track of how many I think co- good calls and bad calls we make. So far, we got one good call against maybe like five I, I know or six I've bad. Definitely been like, I really hope the Pelicans pick it up yep. next year with a healthy Zion. Yeah, because we thought we thought that the moves they made last year was actually pretty good. Yeah, honestly. Can we? Oh, what's his? What's the dude that keeps annoying everyone's name? Um, oh, um, Alvarado. Yeah. Oh man, he's. <laughs> he got ejected the other day for doing a steal. And, like, the game was over, and I think he stole the ball of, I mean, yeah. of someone on the Rockets, and he was not happy. It was, a bit, it was a bit dog because it was the end of the game. If that was, like, mid-game, that sneaky get, get away with it, sure. But end of the game when they're already going to win. Or... There was 13 seconds to yeah. go, and he got ejected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little questionable. But, I mean, I love to see the hustle. <sighs> but, no, you, you're absolutely right. With Zion back, plus the depth of that squad that they put together with... Ingram, they brought in CJ. They've got... I, I feel like we're breaking record at this point, but Valanciunas, all these guys. Yep. Again, teams with depth, looking incredibly strong. So, I, yeah, it's another team I like to see. So, uh, we, oh, you know what we need to do? We need a segment. I, I need a new segment where mm. I tell you which team needs a new coach. Oh, okay. Uh, because the 76ers need a new coach. <laughs> oh, yes. The, we're bringing back the rivalry between Harry and Doc Rivers. <laughs> this man is trash! <laughs> Oh gosh, there's so much We're, to talk about. We, we are running out of time. Yeah. Can I can I make fun of Doc Rivers for another minute? Yes. Because all all he cares about is vets. Yeah. He will not play anyone that has not been in this league for ten years or more. Definitely Maybe not ten years for the or more. I'm over exaggerating. But he mm. has this super hard on for, for Montreal Harris. Montreal Harrell. Yeah. Harrell, I was close. <laughs> But we've got to make a list of the the flub names as well. <laughs> just call him Trey. I think yeah. everyone calls him call, Trey. Call him but, 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 but but he's got this mad hard on from Montreal, and he's not mm. playing well. And mm. there's definitely people on the bench that should be getting uh, opportunities, and they're not. And he just mm. won't change his rotations. It's like yeah. vets over everything, and he did it at the Clippers as well. And who did the? Um, th- there was someone on the bench that Philadelphia traded away. Charles Basie used to be on the team, and he. Mm was coming off the bench was showing a little bit of potential mm. and just never got played yeah never got given a chance to to have like to get better and to mm. like he's he's a little bit older now but at the time when he was with with Philadelphia he was a lot younger mm. and had a lot more like, and like what's the one thing Philadelphia needs a center to back up to back up and be yeah. and he's been playing really really well with um with pop yeah, so obviously, yeah, Doc's still got that. He favors the more experienced players and doesn't really give as many youngsters a bit of a bit of a chance. Other than, I mean, I will say that yeah. <laughs> Maxi's been absolutely going off. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a comment here where it's like, "We need energy." So our backup fives are going to be DJ, oh, <laughs> Nilsap, no. Niang, and Toby at the five. Like, Ooh, yeah, that's that's an old. <laughs> it. It uh, it's he's been playing in he's yeah he's looked really good at it as a backup center in the five four or five games that the the Spurs have played him mm. and it looks like he's adjusting really well to Pop, mm. which good coach again good coach so yeah, uh, yeah I'm just throwing out there that I think that Doc Rivers is not good at adjusting as he's shown over and over again mm. in playoff runs and he needs to go yeah, but. They are picking it up a little bit. They start off really cold beginning of the season, but they're starting to bring oh, it back a little bit. They should have uh, fired in ninth, but yeah, I think honestly, in Embiid's prime, they have to have to make the most of it. So that's our first call on uh, Harry's new coach. Oh yeah, team. yeah. <laughs> write this down. Doc needs to be, and I'll say this. Mm. I will. I will also add that one. Doc needs to be fired. 
two, if Doc is not fired, mm. I guarantee you, I guarantee that I don't think I don't think Philly will make it out of the conference finals with Doc Rivers. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna commit. If they have Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. I will guarantee you that they will not win a championship this year. Mm. And I will guarantee you they will not make it out of the conference finals. Okay. I'll do you one better. I'll say this is your guarantee because it's a Harry guarantee. Oh. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, uh, if anyone's still listening, uh, <laughs> that was terrible. But uh, I will. We can write this down. Yep. I will guarantee Lock that in as the first guarantee. Locked in. All right. Let's see if this pans out, or if the curse locked of opinions in. strikes again. Doc can't adjust. Watch get them make coach. the finals now that you've made that call, though. <laughs> Look, if, oh. if they win it, I'll be really happy for Harden. But no, mm. they're not, Doc's too bad. He can't adjust. Mm. There's zero adjustments with him. It's happened to him time and time again. Yeah. Well, we will we will see. How Talking they go. about other crazy people, mm. we need to talk about Luca. Yes. Oh my goodness. Every you know how we're talking about like most teams at the moment are trying like you know pass around strat and try to get like good efficient shots. Mm, yep. The Mavs are like, oh yeah, no, we can't afford Brunson. Luca, do you want to carry the whole team? And Luca's like, I got you, fam. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. And which I think that I think the reason why Dallas are only seventh mm. is because Luca is playing insane, but he is pretty much carrying the team. Yeah. Christian, you know, you know what? I will say Christian Wood and um and McGee. Really mm. fun. I'm like good they, additions. Yeah, they couldn't really cover Brunson, mm. um, but I oh, don't they have Dinwiddie. They, they've got Dinwiddie, which yeah. is okay. But he, I thought he was a bit better coming off the bench, like a bit of spark off the bench. Yeah, yeah, I can I, see that role works well for but, him. Yeah. Uh, Wood's doing great. Yeah, uh, I do have to say, about, what, 15, uh, 16 points a game, almost seventeen points yeah, a game. Wood's doing exactly Solid. what he needs to be doing, which is being efficient, mm. being a spark plug off the bench. He gets to feast on like the week. It's really smart if he can get over the fact that he's coming off the bench, which it seems he is. Yeah, you let McGee kind of take the early minutes, which mm. is because he can only play a limited amount of minutes anyway because he's got asthma. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Wood Wood finishes the game anyway, which mm. is probably like the more important bit. Is if you're, I would I would honestly rank. The the st- I wouldn't say starting five. I'd be like, who's the five you're finishing with? That's the yeah. five that you really trust. And Wood, yeah. most of the time, is finishing the games, and he gets to. Sh- he's a per- he's a great stretch big. He gets to mm. shoot threes, and he gets to play around the paint. But that's exactly what you want in a big. Yeah. But Luca, I got this stat today. Thank you, JJ. Um, <laughs> Luca has forty two percent of the team's total points this season. Wow. That is an absolutely insane stat. Forty-two percent. He's approaching half of the team's points just himself, yep. effectively. Yep, he's That's averaging crazy. fifty points per hundred possessions. Wow. The other day, there was a breakdown I saw on Twitter where the Raptors used eleven different coverages against Luca. They did like drop coverage. They tried to double. They they did all sorts of things. It was trying everything. I, I and I will stand by this. Nick Nurse is the best coach in the game. Yeah, right now. Yeah, that to That's the board. Fair. Nick Nurse is the best coach in the NBA we pop right that on now. The board too. Yep. Okay. I'll fight it. I'll, I'll, I think. I think the reason he's better is because he's got slightly better players than Pop. Mm. I think Pop's up there. But Pop's he, working with very little. Unfortunately, at the moment, yeah. yeah, it depends a little bit on how you're working. But he's mm. got Nick Nurse's got just enough talent that his schemes are out of this world. Yeah. But they they use eleven different coverages, and but they did the same thing. Whereas if if the, if Luca couldn't break down the defense. Luca would draw two people and then they'd pass it around and get like Christian Wood a good shot Dinwood mm. a good shot they are to some extent doing the pass around and trying a good shot mm. but Luca is still carrying a lot of the load because he just has to mm. he's also got the highest usage rate in the league which is no surprise but I think the difference is between the other teams that are moving the ball around it's like anyone's getting a shot whereas this it's kind of like going through Luca, and then once someone else is open then he's finding them he's, yeah. he's averaging almost nine assists a game as well so I think it's very sorry, almost eight assists. very Harden-esque mm. Rockets sort of usage yeah yeah, very which much means, channel through him and then yeah, other options which, which means I think they'll get I, look I think the potential is for them to go on a, a really good run is still there mm. it's just they won't get it's, it's like the Rockets problem if you mm. shut down Luca, you shut down the team. Yep. And you'll get wins on regular season where you haven't got that much time to study tape. Like, you know, you, obviously every every NBA team studies tape before mm. they play. But yep. over a seven-game series, you can really study tape, you know? Absolutely, yeah. So I think that while he will win games in the regular season, he won't be able to hold that. Mm. I think it's a great comparison, actually. 
because yeah we we saw that with a fair few teams actually but yeah notably like you said the rockets right you have a absolute star like harden coming to the playoffs and you have more time to adjust and really lock down then it makes it a bit harder for them so that's a that's a good call i want to i want to finish with golden state Mm, yes and then after golden state i'll give you my my cleveland oh okay my cleveland call cool which so let's talk about golden state Mm. with what little time we have left yes Golden State are struggling right now. They are in 12th on the standings. They're 6 and 9. Uh, 6 wins, 9 losses. Mm. Really, really, really struggling. They've lost some big games. Yeah. And part of the reason is that... Well, look, even like Steph got... I think he got 50 points today and they still lost. Yeah, Steph's been on fire so far, but it's not quite enough. Steph has been absolutely wild mm. and he's still... They're still struggling. Yeah. Um. First off, and we've talked a little bit about this in in private as well, but they've lost their bench. Like obviously Jordan, uh, not Jordan Poole, um, Lee went to the Suns. Yeah, Damian Lee. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? The the third, Gary Payton, the the second. Uh, yes, true. They lost the Gary Payton as well, which yep. wasn't a huge like. Let's think, he wasn't a huge star, but he was a huge. I would I would argue he was a huge. They lost important player. like role players. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Steph today got 50 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 17 from 28, mm. 17 from 11 from the 3, 9 from 9, 3 throws, mm. still lost. It's absolutely insane. And Steph across the whole season so far, averaging almost 33 points a game. But this is what I find interesting too. He's averaging almost 7 rebounds and 6.5 and assists too. Dude's almost averaging like, he's on his way to a triple-double at this rate. Like, he's doing everything for the team, not just scoring. He's doing yeah. just about everything. A, a couple of days ago, well, this is a 15-day-old stat, but mm. uh, Curry's ranking among the all Warriors, minimum 100 minutes. He's first in points, first in rebounds, first in assists, first in steals, first in three points made, first in field goals made, first in free throws made, first in three-point goal, three point percentage First in field goal percentage uh, among non-bigs. He's fourth overall. Mm. And his free throw percentage is first. So, certainly at the very beginning of the season, he literally was doing everything. And at the moment, so only only Luka Doncic, Cade Cunningham, Piascal Siakam, and Stephen Curry have 200 points, 50 rebounds, and 50 assists this season. So That's crazy. I had to work out what's really going on though, because obviously mm. we can we can make fun of Clay Thompson mm. for being bad, which uh, I don't want to. Like, he's come off a big injury. I think if anyone's going to remember how to shoot and be good, it's Clay. But he definitely is a step slower. Yeah, um, he's not his former self at the moment. Draymond is fifteen again. Draymond's getting slower and has always kind of been mm. like a net even. He doesn't mm. do much on offense, but he makes up for it on like calling, like calling, like leading the yeah, defense. Yeah, defensive anchor. He'll have some decent passing and stuff on offense, but yeah. But the biggest thing mm. that it, I think the number one, and and obviously like their bench is uh, is weak, and then it's not. Is it Di Vincenzo? What's mm. it's is Di Vincenzo, Yeah, he's yeah. injured, so maybe they'll get a little bit better when he comes mm. comes back. But I've noticed that the number one thing that is really, really, really hurting. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, mm. which is leading to their golden state of emergency, hey. episode 31 of Opinions, um, is that they are the worst team in the league for giving away fouls. Mm. Okay. The worst team, especially uh, at away games. Mm. They are more, they are more, they are like, they are going to give 26, on average, they give 26 fouls on away games. That's a significant jump from the second worst team. So they're really, they, really bad at They have improved it. They are improving. Mm. Obviously, Steve Kerr, smart man, good mm. coach. You know, if you want me to break things down for you, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm available. Uh, they have cut that down. They've also sent Wiseman to G League. Mm, he needs okay. reps. He's a bit rough. Yeah. Like, he, he, look, I will say he was showing potential, but mm. he's just too rough. Yeah, he had a couple so, couple decent games at the beginning of the season. but So, yeah. for example, when they lost against the Orlando Magic, mm. uh, Golden State hit 10 out of 15 free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, without, without looking at my stat, do you want to guess at how many free throw attempts the Magic had? Uh, well, if the Warriors attempted 15, I'll say probably like double that, probably like 30. 46 attempts 46 they hit three well they had three times the number of free throw attempts yep. compared they to the only Warriors. got 33 out of 46 but, but still <laughs> wow that is absolutely crazy so but they got over three times the amount of points as yes. the Warriors did yes. of free throws wow yes 
And and you cannot the, be giving that much away. That's a blowout lead just in free throws, pretty much. Yeah. And wow. like in that game, the Warriors only lost by a point. Wow. Okay. It so was if it still, wasn't for all of their bad fouls, they would have been yeah. Ahead if, if they're just not. And like Curry got thirty nine. Thompson actually played pretty well that game and mm. got twenty seven. Mm. Um, but Banchero, Banchero is looking really. Paolo, let's go. Really good. I have to say, he's looking yeah. really good. Um, Jalen Slugs just J- decided. Yeah. Jalen Suggs. Suggs, sorry. <laughs> we're going to call him Slugs from now on. <laughs> that's your nickname, Slugs. Sorry, I didn't uh, see that. Oh, I, I imagined fair. an L, but he went <laughs> off. Um, well, they, actually, uh, they got the win in that, not the L, so. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh. I'm pretty sure Suggs got some really um, clutch free throws at the end of the game. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I was watching this, and someone at the end was just popping these these free throws in um it's nice to see just real quick orlando it's nice to see their draft picks actually kind of panning out finally because they've been really bad for a long time so Suggs is playing well banker is playing well um and quick shout out to bol bol he's had some garbage games but he's had some really good games too he had like a 20 20 point 10 rebound game this this game had 20 something the other day i think bol bol has has always had a lot of potential Mm. i just don't understand honestly at this stage i think that somehow he had a he might have had a little bit of a bad attitude and for some reason he could just never earn like once he got mm. that stain at Denver he could just never unearn it yeah it was yeah. just always in the doghouse for some reason I don't yeah. understand how and why and just didn't get the minutes he so. just they just wouldn't give him a chance for whatever reason mm. and now Whereas the magic can afford to at least give him a go well, now so. he's he's healthy he had that foot surgery when he got mm. traded and True. now he's, he's at least got a chance to show what he can do mm. so um, Golden State aren't winning anything until they can cut down on the fouls, mm. and Golden State aren't going to win anything until uh, people can actually help Steph mm. and yep. hold their own. Especially in the big department, they're still weak on the big depart weak on the big department. Mm. They're okay with Jordan Poole and stuff coming off the bench. Mm. So, but I I don't think at this stage, unless there's an an utter collapse in the finals, I don't. Unless mm. Steph and Clay become unstoppable again, mm. I don't see them beating other teams. And just for context too, this is the craziest thing because these are the reigning champs. Yeah. Like these are literally the reigning champs, but they don't even look close to no, a, no, a championship not at all. team at the moment. Not at all. And it's it's weird because they, they did lose some pieces, but they, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been an entirely different change team. It's mostly just kind of those role players. It's mostly, yeah, like you said, like the depth there. So it's funny how like they still got... It's not like they lost Curry or something. No. But the little bits that were making it work, it, it's, yeah, that's made the difference. So yeah. until they have that depth, they're not going to be looking, and looking strong. And I guess it's... Yeah, I think people getting better and maybe I think uh, Steve Kerr was trying to do things that worked last year and they've got to work mm. out who fits where... Wiseman's getting was getting a lot of minutes at the beginning of the season, and now he's been sent to the G League. So obviously, mm. it just wasn't worth his net average. Like you know, his net output must have been negative, mm. and they they gave up on trying to like you know he's just going to get reps in G League, which is even worse of a loss because like they need big. So they've lost another big by sending him to the G League. So he needs the reps. Yeah. Since this is kind of like one of the big topics of this episode, the name of the title, we should make a big call on this. Will they make the playoffs? Yes. Okay. We're locking it in. They're going to make the playoffs. I, I think, I think that it will normalize. Mm-hmm. Not. I want to say. Yeah. Look, they're in. They're not looking great right now. But I do think that Steve Kerr is will coach. Uh, I don't know if the players can get themselves out of this, but I think Steve will uh, Kerr mm. will eventually a, be able to coach himself out mm. to at least an eighth or a seventh. Okay. I don't think they'll get to the top four. Yeah. I think. I think that they'll be able to just get above a a play in. I think. Okay. I think that Steve's good enough to, and like they're already like like I said, they've already noticed that they're giving away a bazillion fouls, and it's already in the last three games gone down. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Actually, I think there have been seasons prior that we've seen it as well. They haven't looked that that incredibly strong, and they've still made it into the playoffs. So I think it, you know what? I'm going to say play in just to be different. I'm going to say they make going to make the play in, and then we'll win that game right. make to the playoffs. Next so. minute, they're going to spend the whole season in ten, like in eleventh. Well, that's the thing. Leave. We've now called playoffs. We called play ins. Yeah, no, they're I, not going to make it at all. I think they're going to make a juicy like sixth. <laughs> mm, okay, I'm going to say they're going to make like an eighth. Yeah, I'm going to say. Eighth. I I think even though they haven't, I think they've got enough firepower to get mm. them through the regular season once they work out whatever slump they're in now mm. and then but but it won't hold in playoffs that's fair 
Curry will drag them there. He's playing exactly. crazy, so <laughs> he's going crazy. So let's let's do my hot sauce. We've All right, got, cool. We're, we're gonna have a after your hot sauce. I got one little icing on the cake, and that's it. And then we okay. <laughs> so play the track, Harry. So hot, alucinante como el picante. It's Harry's hot sauce. Harry's hot sauce mm. for the week. I am saying right here, right now. Mm. I'm gonna lock it in. Okay. I'm I'm dem- I'm doubting myself a little bit, but I'm not at the same time. Okay. The Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. led by Sir Not Chuckalot Dono. The new and improved Dono. Yep. Sir, you know what? Sir Darius Garland sounds like. Honestly, a that actually sounds like a night name. I like that. Save me, da- Sir Darius. I'm you're my only hope. They are the Cavaliers. They've got that sword logo. Yeah, yeah it's um, fitting. Anyway, I'm calling it right now. I think that this team is money, and they are going to make the conference finals this Ooh. season. Juicy, but I also like that. I, I, yeah. I think that they're on the money. I don't think what's like the one area that teams need the most centers yeah what does cleveland have three of at least three <laughs> yeah and what do the warriors have pretty much none of centers yeah they have depth in that department um, hornets yep. would be really good they had a good center um mm. the jazz would have been amazing if they had a better center mm. the rockets would have been better if they had a better center it's an important um, commodity in the nba the i think moment, it's so. it's the it's the rarest commodity there's yep. a lot and of skilled bigs as well exactly and they've got jared allen is easily one of the best centers mm. in the league right now yep. for a, a, more of a traditional center mm. but really really good at what he, he does he's maneuverable at least yes and good defensively yeah. very good defensively and then Mobley's like a bit of a mix yeah got a so shot as well yeah the the twin towers i believe in the twin towers mm. i believe in the twin knights of the cavaliers <laughs> dono and darius yeah double d's double d's there we go there we, go. we, we got, got the name <laughs> double d's i believe in the double d's and the twin towers of the cleveland cavaliers yep. the double d's are big for the cavaliers i yep. am calling it right now that they are going to make the conference finals. All right, slap that on the board. Cavaliers conference finals. Yes, lock it in. Double D's all the way. <laughs> so you got something, and you mentioned yeah. So that's my big call for the week. What have you got to finish this out with? All right, my last one, and I think maybe this is a good way to round it out. Like a slightly less serious, not so much stats and stuff like that. Um, it's already been plenty in the news, but the the Durant quote on <laughs> on the uh, net starting lineup. Uh, just for anyone who hasn't heard it, uh, oh. he was quoted saying, "Look at our starting lineup." Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win just because I'm out there. And I think, look, I no, don't usually agree with KD. I think he has some interesting calls. Uh, it sounds pretty dog to his team. Look, like 100%, so. <laughs> look, 100% a bit dog to say. It's just throwing his guys under the bus. All of them, just one by one, throwing them underneath this bus. But my cut take is I totally agree with him. Oh, 100%. Like, I think a lot of people do as well. He kind of has a point. It was savage, but he has a point. And just real quick, I know I said not too many stats, but KD started the season with this, with one of the record streaks of 25-point uh, twenty-five point games. He's also got 1.9 blocks a game. He's fifth in, in blocks. So defensively and offensively, he's bossing, right? The defense on the Nets overall is very questionable. Uh, they're 12th at the moment. They're third last in rebounds. They got blown out by 32 points to the Kings of all teams. Like uh, just, just to throw a few facts at you, I totally agree with this. He's he's never one to like be chill. He's always 100% savage. The dial's up to 11. He's also been saying like it's really hard for me to shoot well if I'm getting doubled every possession. 100% true. Yeah. Like looking, watching their offense because even their defense is horrible. Rebounding's horrible. The number of offensive boards they give away and three points to the other team is terrible. But yeah, KD, I don't blame him for making this call, really, because, I mean, it's, he's, it's a he's bit, struggling out there. The, the team's a bit up and down at the moment. They just got rid of um, Nash. Yeah. But he just... Look, he Tons the, of controversy. Kyrie's off and maybe coming back soon. Kyrie's but, an idiot. But look, yeah. here's, here's the thing, right? I mm. really do think that if you had KD, Kyrie... Mm. Uh, um, Curry is mm. also injured at the moment. He just came back. He Only just, just came, back. came back. Yeah, Curry. Mm. Ju- like if you if you like, look, Rose O'Neal should be coming off the bench. Mm. You either want Joe Harris or um, or Curry. Probably like you can't. You probably don't want both of them on. Mm. Or can can Harris play power forward? 
Uh, probably not really. He's and this brings small. back to my point on their defense. I don't think they have the defensive versatility to play all these, but certainly not the same lineup to play some of these guys. No. So um, it's very obvious that you really shouldn't be playing Cat Claxton and Simmons together. Mm. You need to offset them a little bit. Yeah. But it, it just yeah, that starting lineup isn't the best one that the Nets could do. Mm. I uh, and let's let's finish off with Ben Simmons. Mm. I obviously I'm a little disappointed with how he's been playing, mm. but he's just come off two years of not playing. There's been a lot of mental health issues. He's come off major back surgery. Mm. There's a lot of everyone's putting a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, 100%. And at this stage, I want to give him a chance. I, I'm I'm still on the boat of like, I want to give him time. Mm. I want to, I'm going to give him this season. Mm. He has this season to get the cobwebs off. Okay. And I want to, I want to look at the end of the day. I think for me, if I can see an improvement, if at the end of the season, we do a review mm. and we can watch some highlights of Simmons at the beginning of the season and we can watch some highlights of Ben Simmons at the end of the season. And if there's an improvement yep. at this stage with where he's at, I will take that. Yeah. I, I think it's a fair call. I'm, I think, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Honestly, I yeah. want to see him back, back in Look, form. I love making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> there's but, plenty of content, but, but yeah. I want him to, at the end of the day, I want him to take his time and I don't expect him to get back to all-star Simmons that was on the, on Philly. Yeah. But I'd like to see a little bit more of like, I just want potentials get, there. It's like what I tell us at basketball. You just got to be aggressive, <laughs> yeah. confident. They're not going to let you score for free, Ben. That's fair. That's fair. I got to work I was, for it. <laughs> I was watching some, some highlights of like prime Ben Simmons and mm. my God, he was, yeah, he's really got it. He, he needs to yeah. want it. And I think he's yeah. just, his confidence has been so shot. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for him. I hope I hope he does better, and I think there's a lot of potential for that team. But I'm going to go out and say it. I don't think they're going to do very well. A lot of it is going to be defensively. Because there are a lot of guys I love on the team, like Paddy Mills and stuff. Great shooter, but defensively, again, not, not what they need. So I think the defense will let him down, and they're not going to have a good season. And it's going to go badly. <laughs> we'll see. I think we'll see. I think we'll see if when Kyrie comes back, at least if Kyrie, if Kyrie can get back in, mm. take a little bit of the heat off off um KD because then if they're doubling KD you can just give it to Kyrie who have yeah. space yeah but um, at the moment it's more and or less and it, just d- yeah and a little bit does a little bit depend on if if Ben Simmons can step up or not yeah guess we if will get we'll wait three see. points but thanks for listening please check out our socials we have a TikTok account we have we'll make a Twitter we have an Instagram account check them out let us know what you think and yeah stay in touch there's going to be a lot more this this season so keep your eyes peeled and uh yeah we're happy to be back and ready for more Yep, we out. See ya. Nice. Good stuff. How long did we go? Sorry, I couldn't actually see the time. Oh, it's okay. We. No, it's okay. 55, but I think. No, it's okay. 55, but I think. No, it's okay. 55, but I think.